There's a creature leading a double life inside many urban homes. It can also reside outside barns or buildings, retaining some familiarity with humans while still being quite wild in habit. With its incredible array of six senses, giving it advantages at night that make it a swift and effective hunter. It then may approach your home, calling to you through closed doors, demanding entrance, food, and maybe to sleep in your bed. No, it's not the wolf from Red Riding Hood, but another formidable beast: the house cat. The dilettante, a ferrochrome podcast. The domestic house cat, or Felis catus, or Felis sylvestris catus, has a unique place in ancient and modern human civilization. It enjoys an intimate relationship with humanity, while having an independence of movement inconceivable for dogs or other animals that cohabit with us. The cat has been domesticated as long ago as was documented in ancient Egypt, but may even go further back. While the dog has known a longer association with humanity, going back to our hunter-gatherer roots, where it would have aided in tracking and hunting, cats most likely began to associate with us once we began our agrarian phase of development. Once humans began to hoard and store grain. An inevitable byproduct of this storage would have been to attract vermin such as mice and rats. The former wide-ranging cat hunter would be able to limit its travels to any nearby food storage, knowing that any rodents would be there in quantity. Beyond their purely utilitarian function, cats also became pets, often residing inside our homes and shelters, keeping them pest-free as well. Over 3,500 years ago in ancient Egypt, the value of cats was so revered that killing one accidentally or otherwise was punishable by death. Indeed, any domestic cat which died of natural causes was buried in bandages, with a solemnity worthy of royalty. With there even being an Egyptian deity, Bastet, with temple and all, dedicated to the welfare of cats. Soon there was trade, black market and otherwise, of cats by ancient Phoenicians and in the Roman Empire, with cats naturally finding their way across the Mediterranean to Europe, where plagues of rats made them invaluable assets to any farm or village. By the Middle Ages, however, the reverence for cats and their utility for civilization were ignored by the medieval Christian Church. They were instead thought to be symbols of pagan idolatry, synonymous with devil worship, and consequently, cats were tortured and destroyed in hideous fashion, and in record numbers for several centuries. Mercifully, this period of superstition and human cruelty to cats is long behind us, with one of the last surviving vestiges being that very few people now believe. A black cat crossing one's path can invoke bad luck. Indeed, by the 19th century, a new wave of cat popularity and breeding took over in Victorian England, with the cat now in our century being as popular as it was in ancient Egypt. While there are various bifurcated divisions of humanity and culture, such as people who like the Beatles versus the Stones, there can also be such between those who favor cats versus dogs. 
While both can reside with us in our homes, serving as much-loved members of the family, their symbiotic relationships with us can be quite different. Part of this is due to their divergent evolution, temperament, and the propensity for humans to tease out various qualities via breeding. The domestic dog is primarily a pack animal. It can vary in size from a Yorkshire Terrier to a Great Dane. Historically, dogs have had a wide range of duties from guiding owners with visual impairment, aiding in law enforcement, protecting property, and even racing. Cats, on the other hand, are solitary entities with the domestic cat sizes not having such a wide range as they weren't bred for as large a variety of tasks as dogs. The domestic cat's contract with humans is simple and direct. They are solitary hunters of small prey who, when in the presence of their human family, will revert back to a sort of kitten-like behavior, thinking of their bipedal roommates and food providers as large cats. The domestic cat's physiology makes it uniquely suited to nocturnal hunting, an urge separate from hunger, which is why well-fed cats still make excellent mousers. A cat can see in one-sixth the light that humans can, with their eyes having a mirror-like tapetum lucidum, which reflects any light not picked up by the retina back into the eye. Unlike their larger brethren, the lion or the tiger, domestic cats have vertically slit pupils, which when combined with their horizontal eyelids, allows them extraordinary control of how much light enters the eye, allowing them to function equally well during the day. A cat's hearing is among the most sensitive and wide-ranging of any mammal, ranging from the infrasonic at 55 Hz to the ultrasonic at 79,000 Hz, higher than dogs or humans. The ultrasonic range is useful as a hunter of vermin, as many rodents make ultrasonic calls. There have been the reported ability of some domestic cats to anticipate earthquakes, as they perceive low infrasonic auditory cues imperceptible to humans. A cat's sense of smell is more than twice as sensitive as a human's, allowing them to identify their feline and human families with ease. There is also a cat's Jacobson's organ, which is a combination taste and olfactory organ in the roof of the mouth, something that humans no longer have, which gives them a complexity of taste and smell beyond what humans experience. Despite the security of smell and taste, cats cannot taste sweet things. There is also a cat's magnificent whiskers, which flank its nose, providing many functions by instantly telling if an aperture is wide enough to walk through, or to detect minute changes in air density, allowing swift navigation in the dark, as well as the precise location of prey. The domestic cat's sense of balance is enviable, with its famous writing reflex, which allows it to land on its feet if falling from a height, with a complex set of rotations, starting with the head, while the tail turns like a propeller to allow quick and efficient rotation in mid-air. While the breeds of cats are not as diverse as dogs, there are some notables which have risen through breeding or mutation, such as the tailless Manx cat, and the ultra-flexible and very chill Ragdoll, and the Siamese cat with its unique coloring, extroverted personality, and unique voice. 
which can be an acquired taste. While cats sexually reproduce like other mammals, females are seasonally polyasterous, meaning they have defined periods of heat staggered throughout the year, as opposed to a human's monthly menstrual period. The gestation period for cats is about nine weeks, with the mother giving birth to three to five kittens. Domestic cats are also super fecund, meaning paternity can potentially be from different tomcats for each kitten in the litter. A female over a 10-year lifespan can produce up to 150 kittens, which is impetus for cat owners to surgically spay or neuter their cats to prevent overpopulation and to keep feral cat numbers in check. If one has ever seen video footage, or in real life, a tiger walking, it has a startlingly similar gait to that of a house cat. A tiger even purrs in a fashion, with a sort of stuttering while exhaling. The domestic cat's purr is much smoother, working constantly during inhalation and exhalation. There is something else the tiger does, and that is to very loudly roar something mercifully a house cat wanting its dinner can never do. The Dilettante, part of the Faircrumb Podcast Network.